0: Hey everyone, it is Najadora again. I am excited for my fourth episode. Yes, four in a row. I am sticking to it. I am using what God has given me, my voice, to spread his good news, to spread great stories. And whatever he downloads in my brain, I am sharing with you all. So I mentioned using my voice and that's what we're gonna talk about today, using our voice But before we get started, let me ask you a question. Have you ever realized your opinion was not always needed? Wow. I have to ask myself all the time. I definitely am one of those people who have a strong opinion about most everything. (laughs) And if you know me, you know I do. But sometimes I don't need to talk. Sometimes I don't need to share. And we are going to talk about an older sister who always just wants the best for their younger siblings who God told her, use your voice to praise me, be a prophetess, be great. But one day her opinion was not needed and she got rebuked. Now, before we get into Miriam any deeper, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone that is listening in today. Thank you for the download of information that was given to me today about Miriam, um honestly I had no idea where this was going to go but Lord your Holy Spirit is always moving is always teaching is always providing wisdom and I just pray for those who are listening that you guys gain this wisdom that you guys gain the authority to use what you hear from God to share with others um in Jesus name amen
1: Okay now Miriam who is she Miriam is the older sibling of Moses and Aaron, and I love that because I too am an older sibling. I have five wonderful siblings. Um, Two of them I did grow up with more, though, and I am definitely all in their business. I am trying to always make sure they're doing the right thing. Who are you dating? What are you doing? Um, You're doing great, you're doing trash, you know, that type of thing. If you're an older sibling, you know the vibes, you know what we do. Um, And Miriam was definitely that person. She definitely was a sister mom like me, um, always caring for Aaron and Moses. And if you know the story of Moses, you know that a lot of Moses's life was not with his biological family, but with Pharaoh's family. So let me go into that background. So in Exodus 2, you see the birth of Moses. Um, This is a time where Pharaoh was killing um, the oldest Israelite sons and so Miriam, Moses and Aaron's mom, Aaron wasn't born yet, um but Moses had been and Miriam and the mother decided, you know, we have to hide this baby. So the mother decided to send him down the river in a basket. Now, of course, as any good big sister, you want to know what's going on with your brother. So she followed the baby from a distance down the river to see what was going on. And Pharaoh's sister happened to be in the water, which of course, you know, if you heard the last podcast, I do not believe in coincidences, but she was in the water at the time and she found the baby. Um, Again, this is all in Exodus 2. Pharaoh's sister mentioned that, oh my goodness, this has to be one of the Hebrew people's children. I definitely need to take care of this baby. What are we going to do? Um, you know, I feel bad for him. So Miriam, of course, being the big sister that she is, acting like she didn't know the baby pops out and was like, hey, you need me go to get one of those Hebrew women to help nurse the baby for you? And Pharaoh's daughter was like, great idea. So Miriam went and got her own mother and took her to Pharaoh's sister. And Pharaoh's sister was like, you know what? I Will pay you to nurse this baby for me. So basically, Moses' mother got to raise the baby still up until a certain point, and then she took him back to Pharaoh's sister. And that is where um, we leave the story with Moses. Now, of course, as you know, Moses freed the people. There is um, another verse, and I can't remember off the top of my head in Exodus, where Miriam prophesied that her brother was going to free the Israelites, and he did that. Most of you know that Moses freed the Israelites. Now, let's fast forward for years and years and years into the desert. Miriam, Aaron, Moses are grown up. Miriam is still there rocking and rolling for her brothers. Um, you, As you know, Aaron becomes a priest, and if you don't know, Aaron becomes a priest, the first priest God ever appointed. Um, Moses is still the leader, and in those times, the men and women were mostly separated. So while Moses was the leader of the people in general, Miriam actually was able to lead the women. Um, in Exodus 15, 1 through 6, um, there's a song, one of the many songs that Miriam sang. Um, and it's her and a bunch of women in worship, in prayer, and dance, in glorifying God for all the things he's done. And it's showing her as a leader, leading everyone to glorify God. And um, I just love this because she does this multiple times in the Bible where she's singing, um, where she's prophesying. Um, Actually, she's one of the main seven prophets, prophets, I can't say this word, prophetess, 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 y'all. I was struggling, prophetess in the Bible which is for women. She was one of the seven main prophetess in the Bible. Sorry. Okay. I had to take a second and pause the podcast because I was laughing at myself because I don't know why I couldn't get that together, but I'm going to leave that on there because that's hilarious. Anyway, let's get back to Miriam. So Miriam goes about her life, praising, worshiping God, leading the women, supporting Moses and Aaron wherever she can and as you know, they spend years and years and years in the wilderness. The Israelites are complaining. God is um, punishing them. He's helping them. They're worshiping cattle. They're doing all this crazy stuff. Just years and years of struggle. And, you know, Moses in the Bible, it says he is one of the most humble people. Actually, it says he is the most humble person on earth. And he's just getting through it. I I'm going to be honest, I know we're talking about um, Miriam and one day we're going to talk about Moses, but I've always felt bad for Moses. I've, I really feel bad for all three because I couldn't imagine leading thousands upon thousands of people and they just complain all day, every day. But we'll get back to that. So Miriam, the point of the story You've heard that she's used her voice to get her brother and her mother um, in the right place at the right time. She's used her voice to worship God, to glorify God, to lead women, exactly what she's supposed to do. But now we see where her big sister opinion was not needed and she got completely and utterly rebuked by her heavenly father, God. So we find ourselves all the way in Numbers, Numbers 12. And it's numbers 12, 1 through 15. So that's the whole chapter. I urge you to go read it. Um, I kind of felt a certain type of way. I'm not gonna lie. um, Because when I read it, I had to take it with a grain of salt because we're reading a summary of what really happened in these times. And I kind of felt like, okay, God, why'd you only punish Miriam? But it put me in the mindset of, you know, if you're the older sibling, I'm only talking to older siblings and you, you and your siblings get in trouble, but you really don't want in trouble because you're the oldest and you're supposed to be the wisest. This story puts me in that mindset. So it says in Numbers 12 that Moses wanted to get a wife and he married a Cushite woman. And the Cushite woman wasn't particularly who Aaron and Miriam thought he was supposed to marry. So they said something to him about it. And so one thing they said in verse two, has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Hasn't he spoken through us too? But the Lord heard them. Hmm. Now, Moses was very humble, more humble than any other person on earth. That's what it says in the next verse. And um, I mentioned that. Because he probably took that really well. He probably heard his siblings say that. He was just like, you know what? You're right. It's okay. But God stepped in for him on his behalf. And so in verse four, so immediately the Lord called to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam and said, you know what, y'all? Go ahead and come out here to this tabernacle. Let me say something to you. That pillar of smoke came down. Aaron and Miriam, he called. They stepped forward. And the Lord said to them, now listen to what I say. If there were prophets among you, I, the Lord, would reveal myself in visions. I would speak to them in dreams, but not with my servant Moses. Nay, nay. Of all my house, he is the one I trust. I speak to him face to face, clearly, and not in riddles. He is the Lord. He sees the Lord as he is. So why were you not afraid to criticize my servant Moses? Dang. Like, I ain't never heard a rebuke like that you know like dang i would have felt a certain type of way so when the pillar of smoke left and everyone's looking around they look at miriam and she is white as snow from leprosy it says in verse 10. now aaron feels terrible i'm sure because he also felt a certain type of way but i'm sure miriam was the main instigator because as a sister as a woman as the oldest I already know she was going in on Moses because I do it. I do it. I am. I'm that person. So Aaron told Moses, you know what? You have to go. You have to go and talk to God on behalf of our sister. So Moses immediately went to God, cried out for help for his sister. He was like, please heal her. Like, you, you know, you can heal her, God. So God said, bet. That's cool. So seven days she needs to go. Away from the camp for seven days and then she can be accepted back. So they didn't leave. You know, the Israelites were roaming the desert day after day after day. They stayed there for those seven days until Miriam was supposed to come back. Now, dang, you heard this, and if you're a woman like me, sometimes you feel a certain type of way. When god rebukes the woman harsher but i really think it probably was and this is just my personal opinion because this is written a long time ago different translations i bet miriam was the main one going in because i know i'm that person i already know she was going ham on moses and she probably said some crazier stuff that was written but basically what i want you guys to get from this one use your voice wisely again your opinion is not always needed but god has given us wisdom and leadership to know when to say something and how to say something and that gives gets me to the second point ask if you can share your thoughts sometimes When people are sharing with us, they don't always want to hear our opinion. They just want to vent. So I've gotten in a habit being a person to share all the time and share my opinion to ask people, hey, are you sharing this to, you know, for me to share my opinion? Or are you sharing this just to vent? And be okay with their response. If they don't want to hear what's coming out your mouth, that's totally fine. You can just be a listening ear. That is support as well. The third thing I want you to get is, don't be afraid to speak up, but be kind and always honor the Lord with your words. So yes, the Lord wants you to glorify him through your words and through your actions and everything you do. But sometimes our message can be lost in what we're saying and how we're saying it, especially if we have a bad tone, especially if it's not honoring God and the words we're using or the actions we're doing. So make sure everything that you do, you're honoring God. Remember that you are the light of the world and people come to you to be a beacon of hope, to be that person that leads them to God. So do not let your words push people away. Thank y'all and have a great day.